we are fire life. So we have to be on fire. But you realize sometimes you just, for some reason, it just become cold. And the Holy Spirit was, you know, telling me about this, that you need to step it up. You need to step it up. Because we are praying for revival, we are praying for revival, revival is here. And I believe this will also help somebody here and people watching from home. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And why did he come to earth? To give us the knowledge of the Father. So that when we see Jesus, we already see God. And we have to have a relationship. You see, it's really amazing <laughs> how many people call themselves Christians. Let me put it that way. I was looking this up online, and I thought Jesus called us to follow me. Yeah. You know, he called us to be followers, to be believers, not to form a religion. But just look at what we've made of it. I was searching online and I was like, let me just see how many denominations of Christians we have. We have like over two billion Christians globally. And the denominations we have in Christianity alone is about 45,000. Can you believe that? And this is the work of man, not Jesus. Because he just called us, follow me. We are followers. In fact, in Acts 1, 26, the very first time they started calling Christians, Christians was in Antioch. And who is a Christian? Is a follower of Christ. Someone who believes in Jesus as the Messiah. But you have to have a relationship. But you realize these days, people just take the name for granted. Growing up, I had so many friends in school, and when we're filling forms, they ask, oh, what religion are you? Christian. You know, I'm a Christian, or I'm a Muslim, or this, this, they, they fill it out. Okay, you're a Christian, but you don't have a relationship with Jesus. So how are you gonna know the Father? It's amazing. Christian proxy on paper. And you realize that there are some of us that we are Christians, we are believers, but we still kind of hide it. At our jobs, outside, when you go grocery shopping, God wants us to glorify him, so that his light will show through us. But are we doing that? Relationship. So either ways, a true believer must know how to love, trust, honor, worship, and praise Jesus. Both privately and publicly. 
And this can only be achieved through relationship. So praise. Let's look at the power of praise. You see, I, I grew up in Africa, and I know a lot about kings, you know, monarchs. And African kings, they usually have somebody called a praise singer. He's always there in the palace, always. He never leaves. And whenever the king wakes up or is going out, you see, the praise singer is always singing praises of the king and always reminding him, oh, you are this worthy, you are this strong, you have all these accolades, oh, you won this war, uh, you did this in the past, your grandpa did this, your grandma, you know, the generation, they did this. And this, you know, it gives the king the power. Yeah, yeah, I'm still the king. And guess what? He can do anything at that point in time. Because when the praise gets to you, things happen. Praising God. Praise is an act of acknowledging God for who he is. It's talking about God, about what he has done in the past for you. What he's doing, what he's going to do. You see, and worship is actually talking to God. So the Holy Spirit was telling me, you need to step up your praise. You are slacking. The other day I was watching TV. It was my day off, and I was, I was just going to you know, check out some sermons and read and do that. So I, I got to that channel, I was looking at it, and an ad just popped up. Very interesting ad. And I got distracted. <laughs> Could you believe I never listened to that sermon? Because I clicked on it, and it took me somewhere else. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Then before you know it, you know the way it's set up. They start feeding you in that line. And before you know it, one hour is gone. Yeah. Two hours, five hours, and you are really enjoying it. Oh, this is better than Netflix. <laughs> So the Holy Spirit was telling me distraction yeah. is the tact of the enemy. Come on. The enemy has come to steal, to kill, and destroy. You see, God inhabits the praise of his people. He lives there. He dwells there. So when you praise him, he's happy. And he can do anything for you because you are his son or daughter. But when you get distracted, the enemy knows, okay, let me just push something his way. <laughs> so that that blessing that God's supposed yeah. to give him just goes yeah. to somebody else or somewhere else. Yeah. So we need to step it up. Yeah. We need to step it up. Why is praise important? <laughs> the Bible says, let everything that has breath do what? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the only things I can praise the Lord is this right here. Yeah. The moment you can move, you have breath, 
you are alive, you need to praise God. And you do it all the time. Good times, bad times, it doesn't matter. Because he deserves the praise. Why were we created? We were created to praise God. What's the purpose? The purpose is to praise him and him only. And we are mandated to give God conspicuous praise. Yeah. I mean, you can do it hidden somewhere. But make it obvious. Come on. I mean, I've been to some churches, I mean, some meetings, and during praise and worship, people just, it's like you're forcing them. Okay, so how is God supposed to dwell in your praise if you're not even praising him? That means you, gave, you are giving him no chance. We need to step it up. The other day I was talking to my daughter, and I'm like, you know, don't get distracted. Oh, you're praising, and you feel people are watching you, and you're getting distracted, your phone is ringing, and this is... No. Praise is between you and God. It doesn't matter who is next to you. You are showing your gratitude to God for who he is. Because he is the giver of life. He gave you purpose. And he is ready to direct you if you are ready to listen. But what happens if you don't listen? Accidents happen. So we need to do more, you know, praise God more publicly, you know, privately, every time. That's just our job. We have no other job. It's more important than, than, than your earthly job. It's more important than your business. You have to praise him all day, all night, because he's God. Isaiah 43, verse 21 it says, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim what? My praise. That is in the Old Testament. Okay, let's look at the New Testament. First Peter 2 and 9. We all know this. You are a chosen generation, royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special, and some, uh, you know, some, some other uh, translations, they put it as peculiar. Meanwhile, peculiar doesn't mean weird. Yeah. It means you are just special. You are different. And so that we can declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into what? The marvelous light. So our job is to do what? To show to declare and to proclaim his praises. But you know what? Sometimes people don't know their purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, there's abuse. Okay, what is abuse, by the way? Abuse is abnormal use. So you were created 
for this. But because you don't know what you are doing, and you're not listening, and you, you don't want direction, you don't want guidance, you remain unknown. So it becomes abnormal. Lord, help us. Lord, help me. <laughs> Like I said, only the creator knows the purpose of the creation. So if you want to know what something is used for, don't ask the creation. Ask the creator. Because you might be using it for the wrong thing. That aside, the other thing is that God needs, not, not that he needs, he deserves to be praised. Because he is worthy. Psalm 18 verse 3 says, I will call upon the Lord, he is worthy to be praised. Revelations 4, 11 says, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by you, by your will, some translations say, by your pleasure, they exist and they were created. So what are we doing? Is worthy. So we are giving him what is due. It's worth it. So don't keep it away. So the moment you are not praising enough or you get distracted, you are stealing that grace from God, uh, that glory from God, that praise. You are stealing it from him. It needs that because he wants to dwell in your praise. We need to focus. Hebrews 13.1 says to give him what? Sacrifice of praise with your lips. Every single chance you get. Every single chance. It doesn't matter. You're in the restroom. You're eating. You're at home. You're in the shower. You're at work. You're driving. Give him praise. Come on. He's worthy. Psalm 54, verse 6. It says, I will freely sacrifice to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for what? It is good. So praise is something that has to come, what? Willingly. Freely. I want to thank you very well for... <laughs> When Carl called me to come on the altar, you all clapped. Yeah. Have you ever been to a gathering that they call somebody up, and maybe just one or two people just, yeah. and the MC says, oh, you can do better than that. Yeah. Then you clap. <laughs> you see, that defeats the whole purpose. Because it should be freely you should not be forced Come to on. praise. 
Let it come freely. It shows appreciation. It's just like uh, I have five bucks here, and I want to give it to somebody. Then, willingly, I want to give, right? Then I remembered, oh, I got this bill to pay, and I changed my mind. You see? But I already said I was going to give it out. So now, if I change my mind, guess what? I'm not giving freely. It's not by compulsion. So praise should be done freely. It shows he's worthy. It shows he's your creator. It shows you trust him. And it shows dependency that you can't live without him. Praise. We need to step into a fire life. And not just that. You see, the attitude of gratitude yeah. is something else. Have you seen people, well, it's, this happens in African churches. <laughs> when it's time for offering, oh my God, people are dancing and rolling on the floor and, and you just realize these are not really rich people, right? But they appreciate what God is doing. And although they cannot pay, they cannot give tithes, they cannot give offering, but they will rather dance like David. And David knew how to praise. So I'm challenging you. We need to step it up. We need to praise like David did. Because he was being thankful for the danger seen and unseen that God just took Away from him. Remember how King Saul was looking for him all over the place? Praise. We need to step it up. The other day, I was, uh, I was looking at my phone, <laughs> and I love Google, Google uh, Photos. For some reason, it would just send you a picture from like 10 years ago. And I was looking at the picture, and, and I, I can't remember if it was Daniel or Faith. I said, oh, Dad, is that you? I'm like, yeah, several years back. How come you're so skinny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever, life happened. I gained wisdom. I gained knowledge, understanding, and I had to put them somewhere, right? That's the way you look at it. Yeah. When, it, when everything is working well, you praise the Lord. It's called thanksgiving. When things are not working well, what do you do? You praise as well. It's called warfare. Remember Job? I can't get over Job. This is a dude that lost 10 of his kids in one day. He lost his business and he was afflicted with diseases. 
And what did he say? He still praised. God gives and it takes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So in our situation, if things are not working right, like you want them to work, don't worry about it. Just praise. That means you need to switch from thanksgiving to warfare. And God is called Jehovah Sabaoth. He's the Lord of hosts. And he fights our battles. So the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. You realize there are some things that we feel, oh, I can fight this. I'm going to do this. And you start, you know, doing push-ups and trying to get strong. Oh, you're trying to get physical for a spiritual battle? It doesn't work that way. No. You do physical things with physical things. Physical battles, you do it physically. Spiritual battles, you do it spiritually. And how are you going to be spiritual? How are you going to have the Holy Spirit if you don't allow God to dwell in you? We need to step it up. Remember Paul and Silas? How were they broken out of jail in Acts? Because of praise. Remember the wall of Jericho in Joshua 6. God said, I've given you Jericho. And Joshua was like, uh, it's not in my hands. I see, I see, see the army. Because they closed the gates. The children of Israel, they couldn't go in. They couldn't come out. And the wall was this big. And God said, I've given it to you. All you need to do is just listen to the instructions. Just march once daily for six days. On the seventh day, seven times, with priests, with horns, start blowing them. And when you complete it, blow loudly. And then the army, the people, will shout. And the wall of Jericho will fall down. But as humans, is it we are used to something falling down first, then we shout. Not the other way around. God says shout. And it will fall. Now you're doubting. Uh, uh, What if... You see, we need to step it up. And I can tell you, if you look at your life, oh my God. Look back two weeks from today. You're not the same. Six months back, were you the same? No. One year, 10 years, were you the same? Okay, look at all the goodness that God has done in your life. So is he worthy to be praised? Yes. Yeah, so we have to break that habit. You see, we have to, break, we have to praise before things happen. Don't just wait for it to happen and you say, oh, praise God, uh, I bought a house. Uh, praise God, I got a new job. No, if you are praying for that new job or whatever it is, for healing of diseases, 
to, for your sickness to be healed, for reconciliation and stuff like that, you need to pray in advance. I like that slogan. That's my slogan. Praise in advance. <laughs> I used to say that a lot. <laughs> praise him in advance. Because when you praise him, you, you are already trusting him. You see, you are lifting him up like this. That God, I know you are able. I know there's nobody like you. I raise you above all things. Because you created them. And you can just speak to them and they work for me. So we need to step it up. We have to praise before, during, and after. And that means every time, right? Praise every time. Let me round up. Praise is a gateway into God's presence. Psalm 16, verse 11. In his presence, there's fullness of joy, and your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Fullness of joy in his presence. I'm trying to get into his presence because there is joy there. Everlasting joy. Not happiness. Because happiness is conditional. If I'm going through stuff and things are working for me, I will be happy. I might have joy if I'm going through some other stuff, I might be sad. I might not have joy. But he says, step into his presence where there's fullness of joy. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So you're entering with thanksgiving for what he's done. And you're praising him in advance for what he's doing and what he will do. Praise. We need to raise him up. We are New Testament priests. And we have to offer our praise, a sacrifice of praise. You see, it's called an offering. You can remember in the Old Testament, who goes into the Holy of Holies? Just the priests. So when the people of Israel, when they want to atone for their sins, they have to make a bloody sacrifice. Kill animals, whatever the, the, the priest demands. Then you can't get into the Holy of Holies. You have to give it to the priest then he will take it in. But Jesus came and he died for our sins. He was the sacrificial lamb that was slain for us. He died so that we can live. And you remember what happened on the cross? The veil in the temple tore. It ripped from the top to the bottom. Mind you, nobody ripped it. So the fact that I ripped from the top to the bottom shows that God did it himself. I don't require a priest for you to get in my presence. 
New Testament priest, you can come because he's already paid for your sin. He's already paid for sin in the past, the sins you are doing right now, and the ones that you do in the future. One time, covers all. Praise. So how do we do this? Hebrews 13 and 15. Fruit of our lips. We have to praise him with our lips. Don't just keep quiet and be, mm, when the song is singing or they're the, the playing and you just feel, oh, I'm here to just admire. Oh, that's a nice solo right there. Oh, Kyle, eat it. Yes, good job, Monica. You know, no. The, the music is supposed to help us. Oh, my God. Pastor Jared is not here. The other day he was drumming. And he, he was drumming so hard, I, I got into rhythm and I was dancing right here. You see, that is just to help me go to the next level. The praise is between me and God. And that's what I want us to just remember. This is God we're talking about. He is worthy of all our praise. We have to praise him freely and willingly. And there are many benefits to that. If you open uh, Psalm 103, oh my God, there are so many, so many benefits. It says, praise the Lord for what? He forgives sins. He heals diseases. He satisfies your desires with good things and so on and so on and so on. So you can never lose with God. And what does he require? Praise. If I was a good chef, I mean, there's no cake or food I can make that we eat. He doesn't need my food. If I'm rich, he doesn't really need my money, although we need the money for ministry. But what is one thing that he needs and you can give him? Your praise. And it doesn't cost you anything. It's free. So let's rise up. He's worthy of our praise. How are we going to do this? We ask the Holy Spirit to avoid all distractions. Things that we have keyed ourselves into that is taking God away from our lives, we have to get back. You know, there are some little gods. TV, Netflix, phones, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you go to a football match or a soccer match, and you yell, hey, when they're winning. But when you're in church, you're like that. Why can't we use the same enthusiasm? You see a celebrity on the, on the street. Oh, 
Joe Lawrence. Oh, look. And you get excited. That is human. A murder. You need to get more excited for God that is a murder. Holy Spirit, we thank you. <laughs> ah, we thank you because you know us <laughs> better than ourselves. And because we opened up our hearts to you and we invited you in, you are showing us all these things. Not to judge us, but for us to make correction. And it's for our own benefits. He is worthy of our praise. <laughs> he is worthy. Let us lift up that song.
So we declare right now, every sick person under my voice be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Every situation, if you have a situation in the court of law that's been going on for years and you want something positive, I speak to it right now. speak to your businesses when I say businesses some people will be like I don't have a business God wants you to have a business so it's going to open up your eyes and show you direction and in fact it's going to send people to you that we they, they will sow into your uh, whatever you're doing your project just praise him Warfare, warfare, warfare. <laughs> yes, Lord. Let's keep up that praise this week and as from this week and next week and just forevermore. We need to praise Him more. We need to raise it up. So, Father, we thank you. We give you praise for another day. We thank you for the word that you have sent. We thank you because you sent it not to condemn us, but just to show us how to tweak things to work for us. And we ask for direction, oh Lord. We put ourselves under your umbrella. Father, guide us. Let the Holy Spirit tell us what to do at the right time. Guide every step that we make. Father, we just thank you. You are worthy. I want us to just, as you are going out from the sanctuary today, just be praising God in advance. He's about to do something. Do you believe it? He's about to do something. Align yourself and just praise Him. So I thank you for coming here today. I believe we have been blessed. We thank the people watching online. We appreciate you guys. And we love you.